0: Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your
1: hosts. And I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, until the end of time.
0: That's right, James. Uh, Folks, we're back for another episode, uh, and I feel like we've had a lot of bits. Oh, wait, Colin, Colin. Oh,
1: sorry. Got a hot mic here. Got a hot mic. Oh, why?
2: Thank you.
0: (laughs) That's so funny because I literally, this is so funny that I love that you do this because literally the next word out of my mouth was, we've done a lot of bits, but no time for bits today with Mike. And then we immediately jumped into it, which I like. And I appreciate hot it. Hot
2: bits. Mike, I'm loving this. Mike's hot, Mike's bits, hot bits. Mike's Please. hot bits. Usually I outsource them on my other podcast, but not here, baby.
0: Isn't that just, aren't those just called hot tamales instead of Mike and Ike's?
2: Or testicles? <laughs>
0: oh sure I, yep. l- I, okay. I have
2: missed being on this podcast <laughs>
0: it's been uh, one week it's been how how long we've basically been recording for
2: 34 um, years i think
0: oh yeah no it's been um basically a minute cool good and we've already hit testicles um ouch, <laughs> ouch. so <laughs> <laughs> oh good 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 it's always um, great when the tangents that.
2: theme comes in before the intro is complete <laughs>
0: No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, folks, listen up. We've got Mike back uh, for another episode. Mike, before we jump into the episode, as always, can you just remind us what your show is and where people can find sure.
2: it? Sure. Uh, I do Good Morning Greendale with my co-host Ben. We talk about the co- television show community, which is kind of exciting because there might be a movie coming out soon. Although with the writer strike, who knows? Uh, so we'll we'll. you can find us at uh, goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh, let me, You know what? Before I do that, let me just double check that, because goodmorninggreendale.com. <laughs> I was right. It's goodmorninggreendale.com. Oh.
1: Perfect. I would have bet money that you were not right, but I'm glad yeah. that I didn't. <laughs> we are I still throw the
0: kid in the river. com, by the way, if, if anyone is uh, wondering. We do still have that link. I, I think I just paid for another year of it. So you're welcome.
2: Another, ra- hey, everybody, raise the glass for another year of throwing the kid in the river.
0: Mm-hmm. Another twenty dollars into the river. Uh so, uh, thank you for that though, Mike. Uh and Why, today thank you. we are we are not here to talk about Green Double, we are here to talk about another city and area. Um, but it is also from a show which is a little green. Oh. Uh and that is Loki season one episode two. We're gonna start at the beginning. You can kind of skip over all of the stuff that's like previously on. Once you see the Marvel dun 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 right, you know you're sure. in the right time period. Uh and you're gonna go from there until four minutes and forty-eight seconds. Then you're gonna skip ahead to eight minutes and thirty seconds and end again at twelve minutes and thirteen seconds. <clears throat> Hear ye, hear ye, gather round, you lot, and listen with care To Renaissance music that flows through the air. I know it confusing what time are we in, As the scene we doth see doth look European. Tis not a pick-up, but Loki I sight In Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 1985. Okay, I'm not going to do that for the whole time because hey, listen, it was a it was a slant rhyme. It was the best I could do. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, there's not but, a lot that rhymes like, perfectly with Wisconsin or 1985, so I was just like, yeah,
2: okay. Just want to point out John how Johnson. Oh. Um, uh that just fits perfectly with incredible book, yeah. like theater uh, like I I was transported to the Globe Theater.
0: I want you to imagine that, but uh, under that being like a little recorder like doo 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 yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bon, bon, Absolutely. Bon, 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 bon,
0: bon, right? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. I'll probably put something in. Like a in a, like a, lo-
2: a light lute underneath. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. That little like, I'm not totally exactly tambourine, but it's that little like roll drum that you do, you know? Oh, you yeah, get A yeah. little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll be, the, that's the kind of vibe. Because that's exactly what's happening. Uh, that is not going to be happening, by the way, uh, for the rest of this uh, summary, uh, because that took a lot of time as it was. Uh, it's a Ren Fair though, and it's in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, which, yes, that is what Oshkosh Bagash is also uh, named from and after. Bagash? Uh, Bagash. Uh, so we see people partaking in the day with their snacks, their meads, their costumes, and their maypoles uh, when all is changed by the appearance of some TVA Minutemen through the portal in the bar. A woman, or quote unquote bar wench, turns around and asks what's going on as they are not dressed right, but they don't engage. They look at their devices and track the variant. To a specific tent I didn't write it down but I immediately actually want to cut myself off and say I love when she's like some of us need this you know like the yeah. way the way she's like so mad that they are fully <laughs> yeah. breaking the lore of the moment I was like I respect that
2: I also noted that down because it's clear like this lady's just trying to hold on man just trying right. to get there just just have it trying to have a good time you're just this is, ruining it
0: this is like before TikTok and Instagram where you could share those moments online so you had to share them in real time yeah yeah yeah. And like having someone show up in their like you know SWAT team you know uh, uniform is very it very much breaks the kayfabe, but I get it
2: absolutely. Um, Although I okay. believe I, in you, the uh, there is a, a, a establishing shot where I can you can definitely see somebody wearing a t-shirt and jeans, but I guess that's more acceptable well, than We do show
1: like, a guy in glasses. Yeah. Also, yeah,
2: yeah. Well. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I think
0: that's one of those things where a lot like with like LARPing, I feel like there's a couple things that you typically move past because you go, listen, they need them to see. We're not going to be right. We're going to be accurate, but we're not going to be dicks about it. You know what I
2: mean? Right. Um,
0: I mean, I think there are probably some people who are like,
2: baw, baw, you know, but whatever. Anyway, speaking of- baw, baw, let's w- get back Where are your it, era accurate bifocals? Yeah.
0: They're like, they did not exist, good sir. Back in the day, I would have just been merely blind. That would have definitely been me. I would have been going, they would have gone like, why aren't you bowing? To who? They're like, the majesty, where? I'd just be like turning around in circles and be like,
2: there's ah. A, there's a big orange blob. Is that it? No, it's that the sun. Tis the sun.
0: Tis the sun. And in the east is Julie, ah, and I fall.
1: Revolving around the earth. Yeah.
0: No, nay, that can't be how
1: it is. Kill him. He is but a witch. Yeah.
0: All right. So back to being um, time accurate, though, in 1985, Uh, They step inside to the tent that they tracked the variant to, uh, but it is dimly lit by torches and no sign of anyone. As they reach the center of the room, a loudspeaker begins to play. Demonry! Mmm, very accurate. C20 yells out, It's a trap! Watch your backs! The announcer states, My lords and my ladies, welcome and thank you for joining us here at the castle. Please settle into your seats, for a great battle is about to commence. The prize? Our princess. Will evil prevail, or are we holding out for a hero? Wink. Because naturally, Bonnie Tyler's holding out for a hero begins playing. Kind of like, it's that thing where the music in the background of that thing kind of melds into this like very beautifully mm-hmm. and perfectly. Very good. Uh, and then C20, as her temple touched, and a little bit of green magic takes hold of her. She removes her helmet and begins laying out the rest of her team as one of the greatest tracks of the 1980s blasts through the speakers. Don't you give me that look, I am correct. Uh, The other assailant backs up the uh, the captain, and they take them all out. One of them eventually knocks out C-20, but he is struck down by the mystery variant. She takes some of their equipment, opens a time door, and drags C-20 through. Nearly moments later, Loki, Mobius and another crew of minutemen step through a time door back where the first team arrived. Now, they don't like she doesn't say anything necessarily, but like I know that that woman is uh, just pissed.
2: Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. like
0: she's just like, I mean,
2: that that I, guy's just wearing a suit.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, one guy's yeah, wearing like a windbreaker even. She's like, "Come on. Uh, you know, like text on the back too? Come on. You're ruining it." Um
1: yeah, that's me at every rent fair. Is yeah, uh, just I'm am in a windbreaker. Just I yeah, I really I, hard to stay comfortable. I
0: usually don't get dressed up for them because like I have nowadays. I have some stuff for it, but I didn't back when I was younger. And the yeah. renting the stuff there is
1: expensive. Like rent not fair. <laughs> that's so true. Got that's it. very <laughs> not
0: work. Doth suck. I know uh, of them. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> So it's the time arrive and make their way to... the t- uh, Loki asks why they can't just go back to before the attack, you know, for the, the time to arrive. Mobius explains that Nexus events destabilize the time flow. This branch is still changing and growing. So you got to show up in real time, which is great because it's a lot of this stuff that's just being made up. It's just made up rules. It's none yeah. of it makes any sense, but they just yeah. pass it off as, no, this is a great big truth. And you go, oh, okay, I see.
1: Um, had this whole episode written and someone, yeah. maybe it was Tom Hiddleston was like, wouldn't, wouldn't you just, and they're like, oh, crap. Right. Oh, crap. right. Okay. Who, we got to write it quickly. Yeah.
2: We got to rewrite because somebody found a plot hole. We got to write it into the the Although, show now.
0: I will say in their defense, I am assuming that because it's branching off, you can't pinpoint a direct time location. It is probably just, you appear where the timeline branch is happening. And like it is, it is a linear moment. It is not timey wimey and wibbly wobbly and circular. So it is. You are just getting directly deposited where wherever it is. But I digress. Um, uh, Going back to this, uh, I pass it off. Truth. Okay. Uh, Mobius asks if Loki watched any of the training videos because he's kind of like, why am I explaining this? Loki states that he watched as many as he could since the TVA propaganda is exhausting. One Minute Man tries to, you know quiz him right but it's also very clearly like (laughs) let's set some lore for the show and he goes okay what's this then and he points to an item strapped to his chest the same kind of device that the other variant stole in the previous moment oh Mm. now we're getting explanations as to what we've just seen Loki explains that they are reset charges that prune the affected radius of a timeline branch allowing time to heal all its wounds which is a quote nice way to say it disintegrates everything in its vicinity That's surely just a throwaway line and will not be necessary at all later.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, Marvel, great at throwaway lines. Absolutely.
0: So they enter the tent and survey the area. B-15 recognizes that the variant is now taking hostages. Mobius finds this interesting as the variant has never done this before. Someone offers that maybe C-20 got pruned, but B-15 notes that no Loki could get the drop on her. Loki, of course, takes offense to this and starts to state that you'll find that many of them are being uh, underestimated here, but he is cut off. B-15 states that they need to fan out and hurry. There's only three units from redlining. Sorry, they are only three units away from redlining. Again, a unit of time and a unit of something that is not explained. (laughs) I love stuff like that, though. Like I like when we have a lot of lore and then a lot of stuff that's just like, man, you know, it is what it is. Three units. Yeah, units.
1: What are the units? They are units. Uh, Hello? Yeah.
2: So that's a tautology. You are a tautology. I a
0: again. It's also a little bit of a. Did you not watch the videos? You know, which I think is
2: great. I, I, I did. I, maj- I couldn't. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> a, I, they are available if you found the Easter egg, but uh, most people didn't. Um, well, I do I like the idea wasn't of clever enough, like an exposition dump that you uh, sort of lampshade by being like, "But you all, you know, all this from the videos," mm-hmm. so like. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's
1: very good. Um,
0: but it is it is a smart way of like having to explain only half of it and then just yeah. be like then again, like if he's like, But I don't get they're like, watch the goddamn videos. Yeah. You know, and then they don't have to take the time to do every one of them. Right. Um so they start to leave, but Loki warns them to not leave the tent or they'll end up like their fallen comrades. Mm. Mobius asks what he sees. I see a scheme, and within the scheme I see myself. He continues, in As God we have a saying. Where there are wolf's ears, wolf's teeth are near. It means to be aware of your surroundings, which is absurd because Loki believes that the Asgardians to be gullible fools. Loki then states how he always took advantage of them as the god of mischief using this, and that he always listened with sharper ears than theirs. B-15 recognizes that they are running out of time, but Mobius tells her to let Loki cook, as the kids would say. He doesn't say that line, that was my editorial. Sure. Um also dating this episode both let him cook and also the WGA uh, strike really dating this episode uh, all the way back to uh, May 7th
1: 2023 we uh we were at a dinner with uh, my brother-in-law and our kids and, and everyone and my brother and I were doing the very fun thing of quizzing each other on modern day slang but at Lila <laughs> 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 she did not contribute in any way because she doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. But we were short, sort of going back and forth, and let let him cook was the one that I I did not know uh, mm. just
0: yet. Do but you know yeah, what it is now?
1: It's a reference to Tim Cook, the uh, president of Apple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, For no sure. Problem. Use use it as much as possible, and you can. Um, okay. Uh, let Tim
1: cook. Mm, okay.
0: Now, see, that's pretty good that's about when you think that it's the person's going to be when, innovative and they're not at all.
1: When, when it's oh. the French, French version of Tim cook, mm. Le Tim cook, D- le, uh, let it snow.
0: It's <laughs> let it snow. <laughs> all right. Um, classic little, uh, uh celebrity I, jeopardy. I, I do
2: love celebrity jeopardy from SNL. It's very good.
0: Uh, all right, here we go. Let's Uh, Let let them cook as kids say. Okay, Loki goes on to say that the TVA and the Asgardians are one and the same, drunk with power, blinded by the truth. Or blinded to the truth, rather. Those that they underestimate will devour them. They underestimate this, quote, lesser Loki, and therefore him, which is why they step from one wolf's mouth to the other. Loki tells them to not look for C20, as that is what the other Loki's plan is. They are outside the tent waiting. This variant wants him and that he is the key to their plan. They're now one unit away from redlining, but Loki continues to monologue about the two Lokis teaming up and taking down the TVA. But that's not what he wants. He has a new purpose. Loki is now a servant to the Sacred Timeline, but he wants reassurances that he won't be disintegrated once he delivers the other Loki. He needs to talk to the Timekeepers at once, as they are in greater danger than expected. Mobius waits a beat and then informs the team that Loki is lying and just playing games. They set off to reset the timeline, and Mobius turns back and gives him a, you had me for a second, but my ears are sharp too. Wow. No, he doesn't say that, but I wish. And he walks
1: off. <laughs> There's no wows. It's, it's so know. frustrating. Listen, I was wowed by the very performance. So I
0: was going to say, I was surprised, but also in a way I was kind of like, you know what, though? I kind of dig that. Like. I Th- I like yeah. that he was like, you know what? You don't need me as a meme. You need me to be here to be like, you're like, yeah, yeah. I which, kind of kind conduct of yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I, um, I agree. Which he does in, in most movies. I mean, like. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speak, to be fair to Owen Wilson, like he's not <laughs> always like throwing wows into all sorts of situations. He's mostly not doing that. Right. Uh, right.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say he, he certainly doesn't like is. 80 times in a movie or anything either, you know. Uh, But anyway, uh, so he says that and he walks off. They set a charge and it goes off. We see a wave wash over everything that we can see. Most things stay, but anything out of place from the sacred timeline gets completely wiped away. And uh, that is the scene. We've been sort of editorializing as we go, as we are often want to do in this little trio. Uh, But do we have any other thoughts on this scene and uh, what we've looked at?
2: I, I think that holding out for a hero during the fight scene is a really great music choice for kind of a trippy mm-hmm. fight scene it's it's upbeat and you're kind of like you know you're not sure where you're you're moving to so i i, I think it's really really useful um i do lo- like we discussed the loki immediately being like well why don't we just start at the beginning and then we could can- be here before the like and then mobius being like that's not how it works i just love that that expedient like here's the lore of this show just don't worry about it um and then also the you know the the cat and mouse almost between loki and mobius when it's Loki is kind of setting up his you know whole monologue about the scheme that the variant is having and then mobius is like no you're lying yeah it's just really really funny and really fascinating.
0: I have a quick question for you about the sort of cat and mouse and the monologuing and stuff like that. Sure. Because, to be clear, I don't think this is like a thing of Tom, Hoddles, uh, nope, Tom Hiddleston is Somebody's doing incorrectly. Somebody's
3: thinking about Spider-Man. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, no, I don't think that's, that Tom Hiddleston is doing anything wrong, to be very clear. Sure. But when you watch through this scene, you can see, especially the further he goes in his little monologue... It's like he is constantly rolling a D20, right? And it's getting worse and worse, Yeah, right? But he really thinks that he is, I mean, again, not to use the slang, but he really thinks he's cooking, but he is over, he is burning this shit. You know what I mean? Like it is, it it needed to be medium rare and it's about to be well done, but not like in the, you know, know
1: he doesn't, he's, he's doing it well done, but not like, but not like
0: well done. It's like, like
1: you want it. Yeah.
0: Not like a, with an exclamation mark, but with a, Oh, well done. Yeah. Like right. someone's gonna use catch up with this, <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's very fascinating because to me it's like also this interesting thing of he says that he believes them to be like the Asgardians, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this is a, a an example of like you can't talk to everyone in the same way. Like not everyone is is gonna fall for the same type of guile, for example. Right. Like he is speaking to them as he would the Asgardians, and he's using like this kind of big eloquent speech kind of stuff, but it does not fit like right. the way modern thinkers would think.
1: Well, it's like well, he's he's trying to code switch, but there's multiple people in the same room. Mm. Like if it was just him and Mobius, he would be playing it differently. If it was just him and the Minutemen, he'd be playing it differently. Maybe, okay. And possibly. It's that thing where it's like, I guess I have to pick one, but with, you know, so I guess I'll go big and maybe hope that that Mobius rolls bad too. There's I agree yeah. with you, there's huge this scene. That we're covering tonight like this this these clips have the biggest like we just ran a D campaign and then wrote it into a scene
3: yeah right because <laughs> it
0: feels like i mean it's very interesting right like it, it feels like what he should be doing is trying to fit in yeah. but like he can't help but lean into his like old ways sure right yeah. which is what it is so it's like it feels like maybe he was code switching and he just sort of loses track over time because the way it goes from being like you know like hang on, right? Like genuinely, like this is this is an issue. Like you do not want to go outside, right? Like, right. It's a thing. But then the more he has to pat himself on the back and be like this lesser Loki, like he leans yeah. so heavily into this thing, and like you know, yeah. I'm a servant of the timeline. The more he leans into like trying to butter them up, the more that it's like very obvious that he just has a butter knife out and he's just you know doing right. this, and they're like, someone. yeah, okay, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna stab someone, exactly. <laughs> uh, very dull
2: yeah and i i think you're you're you you brought up the the asgardians things again and i think you know that style also works for you know the humanity in uh insert movies that this podcast hasn't seen yet um i i feel like i've terrified james oh uh, iron man <laughs> <laughs> i love you james um no i think i think it works for asgardians and you know especially the, the 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 contrast between asgardians and tva is useful because i do think loki's not wrong about the asgardians they don't really they're not thinkers they're yeah fighters effectively right. um at least the way they're portrayed in movies again who, i don't right. know where they fit in the timeline right now the the thor specific movies met them We've met them. Oh, we've met them. Great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're not, they're, they're not like heavy thinkers and obviously Loki's parentage, etc., doesn't align with that. So I think, right. I think like that contrast between the Asgardians who are kind of, for lack of a better term, a, a, a whole group of himbos and then sure. the TVA who are like more on Loki's level kind of sees him for what he, what he is trying to do. Right. You know I agree with
0: that. One of the things that I think uh happens here, right, is like I also think of I'm not I, I don't want to call the Asgardians like stupid because I don't think that they are, right, to be very clear. Sure. I think that again it's that thing of they are the society in which like magic is just normal. It's just Right. it's a thing. But like there's also I think varying levels of magic. And so, you know, uh I think that that's one of the reasons why he is able to defeat them in this way. I think that, you know, as much as he is using his his, his charisma here, I think that you can tell that he does typically use magical abilities to kind of get him what he needs and where he needs to, to sure. be what he needs to get out of people, which is also something that I think that he uses to trick people. I don't think he's usually only just Loki and just like walking around like do, like... I think he typically has schemes, but he has items. He has like effectively outfits, if you will, like because he can you know shape shift right. and stuff. I think he has sure. many beguiling ways to help you know help hair,
2: him. makeup, costume. Exactly, drop. I mean, pretty right. yeah. much,
0: yeah. He's got a whole production <laughs> crew, you know. And, and
2: you can see that happening with the variant as well. Like yep. same yep. power, right? Power yes. structure.
0: And that, and that, I will say that right. So like that's the thing that like I was, I realized I was kind of teasing, but like we don't need to because we've. We've seen this. We've talked about it a little bit at this point. Like this is a Loki variant. So it's like using the same types of kind of types of powers and stuff like that that he would use. Yeah. This this power suggestion, this sort of mind control-esque type thing. Although he has, at least for mind control, he used to have to use like a scepter right? Uh, and stuff like that. Which I guess we technically haven't seen yet in this regard. But so, yeah, maybe that's a spoiler. Yeah. But like he has had to use other things in terms of mind control, whereas this one has not. Um, right. But I'm also thinking about how for the TVA, they are kind of like, almost like a perfect marriage of the concept of what we've talked about time and time again of uh, magic is or science is just magic. But like we explain it in a different way or whatever or yeah. vice versa. Like, you know, it's, it's the constant thing of like what we see as magic, they see as science and, right. you know. And sometimes we just look at science and we just think it's only science, but you know it's it's really just our own magic that we've sort of explained away or whatever. Um, And like that's what they are, right? Like I think they have both magic and science sort of literally working in tandem because it is all just one thing for them. I mean, the time door alone, you know, is something that like that is a pocket dimension, time travel bullshittery that like, you know, uh, I mean like, and when I say bullshittery, I don't mean like it's bullshit. Fuck that. No. But I mean like, like just sort of, it can be whatever it needs to be. It's right. Right. You know, not exactly MacGuffin, but like, it's, it's not far off, you know, it's just this, like, it's kind right. of this, you know, catch all in a way it, but like, it's something that they clearly developed and something that they've had for a long, I'm putting time in quotes because they aren't existing in time, but right. you cat, you catch my meaning. Um. So yeah So like they just have these things And like, I think that because of that he believes Them like yes they are blind To the truth But not I think for the reasons that he Thinks they are if that makes right. any
2: sense Yeah, yeah I think um, I, I agree With you I think
1: It's funny to watch him do like All the like con man slash Like telemarketer scam Artist salesman stuff like Where he's like they're like we're running out of time and he and the more they run the closer in time units that they get to the red line the more he's like i got him where i want him i can you know get whatever i need because they're going to be like i gotta you know we gotta solve this the whatever and that and that makes the fact that uh, mobius takes that beat He takes that beat yeah is a flex on mobius's part like listen, we're running out of time, but I have time enough to call you on your bullshit. So I'm going to take this moment. I am not rushed. You are not freaking me out. You are not tricking me. I'll take a moment. We need to take a moment. Let's take a moment. Bullshit. Like it, it, it's, it's a pretty cool, like power move. If you realize that Loki is very well aware of the time that he has to work with and that they're sort of freaking out about. We got to get this squared away.
0: It's also like a bummer and to some extent, like in terms of like for Mobius, right? When you think about the fact that like when they first start this whole thing, you know, like he for this whole time or so far. And again, we haven't gotten to this part yet. I get it. But what, what happens in the series of Loki is he is putting his faith in this particular variant, right? Right. And I think that he sees something that maybe this variant does not see within himself. Um, but like what's happening here is when he first says, like, hang on, this is like this is this is a trap or whatever. I think he is genuine with being like, all right, hang on, let's hear him out. Because I think he's hoping, like, okay, let's see if he's gonna prove, let's see if he's gonna prove me right. Let's let's see if he's going to actually be like a team player. Yeah. And it's that thing of again, like, at, the further that he goes along, the more that he's like, Okay, all right. You know, it's like Okay, no, I'll I'll let you finish. I'll like I was really hoping that you were going to do the right thing here, and you didn't. When do
1: you think he knew? What, what do you think there was a line when he when he knew?
0: Oh, I think it's the minute that he um com- uh, compared them to the Asgardians
2: because like I think yeah. the minute that oh he, interesting. I, I think th- I, I would agree with that
0: because like I think that like I think he probably figures it out before other people do. I think I think he and B fifteen figured out well before everyone else does, and re- really I think the other people don't figure it out until they go. Until they go, he's he's bullshitting, or whatever, right? But like going back through the speech, hang on. So, because um.
1: my 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 uh my guess is, uh, I it's funny because I think that Loki overstepped his boundary when he's like, uh, the variant wants me to team up in the in the very correct thought that if we team up, we'll be able to take over the TVA, mm-hmm. and you don't get to see it on Loki's face, but in his head, he has to be like. Oh crap. Crap, 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 crap! But I wouldn't be interested in doing right. that because I'm all about the TVA. To Wink. me,
0: to me, I feel like that's kind of where I mean B fifteen doesn't exactly believe him necessarily. I think ever, yeah. but like I also think that it's that thing of if she she trusts Mobius. So if Mobius is like listen to him, like hear him out, she's like okay, I'm gonna take yeah. it with a grain of salt, but I'm gonna listen. I think for sure she knows that he is 100 percent bullshitting once he says that. I think yeah. for him though, again because it's right after calling the uh, calling the Asgardians um, gullible fools follows right after uh, where wolf's ears, sorry, where there are wolf's ears, wolf's teeth are near. And I think that he probably yeah. immediately is like, okay, well, I think that you're, I think you are the wolf in this situation because yeah. you're talking about the variant, but like the, you're also a variant. I think you are right. just, where right. that wolf's ears were, hello, you're the teeth. Like, hello, like I yeah. get it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're really almost the other way around, you know. And I think that he kind of catches on so much quicker because... uh part of it is also just how willing he is to just be silent, to just like, yeah. let him basically dig a hole here.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. um, cause I mean, and again, this is, he also says to let him continue after he hears that line. But I do think that there's a moment where it, if he hasn't figured out fully, it is a, Hmm. I'm going to give you a shot. Right. Let's see if you can pull this around. But I'm telling you right now that like the, the, the alarm in the back of my head is going, you know,
1: I don't think B15 concluded anything. I don't think True. B15 like figured anything out. I think B15 is basically like, you've ordered me to let him continue to talk. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that's keeping me from disintegrating him right on the spot. Now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, <laughs> B15 is always going to be doing the, uh, hit, li- pressing the lying button. Right. Um, every <laughs> single time, doubt. regardless yeah. of anything. Yeah, yeah. like.
0: He'll be like, all right, I'll, like, you know, like they're all going out for lunch, or whatever. And he's just like, I'm just gonna go pee. And then she's like, and the whole time, like, everyone's like, okay, fine. He's in the bathroom and she's just standing there, just like, if his head's facing like forward, she's yeah. just like looking at the side of his head, going. And he's like, uh, can I help you? And she's like, Go ahead,
3: go ahead. <laughs> Make my
0: day kind of thing. And he's like, That's <laughs> a weird thing to say. <laughs> I am actually just peeing. And then she's like, Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure they you call are. me P15. Yeah. Do they? No, but like wouldn't that
2: it's and yet again Loki has has hoisted himself on his own petard. Yeah. Petard.
1: Petard, yeah. Um damn it.
2: But
0: like Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's this thing of like there's there's two moments for me in which I think Mobius either fully recognizes it or it's like, hang on. Got it. You know, like it's I think it's it's one of those two things where it's either just like he instantly figures it out, or it's like Hmm, that was suspicious. Let him continue. And then, no fuck. Come on, man. Like I w- I want to yeah. give you the benefit of the doubt. He's like, but-
1: "Yeah, I'm I'm trying to give you I'm trying to show you that I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. I gave you a lot of room and, you know."
0: That's also a good point. He also could have known, really, from the beginning that he yeah. was going yeah. to pull some bullshit, but the idea of like I want you to know that I'm trusting you and not just immediately yeah. shutting you down every time. Right. So, right. I am going to let you say your piece. I don't have to, you know, believe it, but I'll let you say your thing, you know, because like you said, he is sort of flexing on to be like, we're running out of time, but mm, let me make it look like I'm thinking. No. Anyway, moving on.
1: Can I ask you guys um, recently? I realized not recently. I realized I recently divulged to, to my daughter that she does the same thing I do. Some kids were trying to tell her that Matt was dead, but in the in a way that's like, they're like, well, someone paid us $500 to tell you that your brother's dead. They said after they can she they confirmed that she had a brother and she's like who what how did he die he died of thirst he went to the store because he was thirsty and he died of thirst and she's like okay and <laughs> what does he look like and his uh, black hair and his name is travis and they're like and she's like you should at least know things right, about should, yeah. <laughs> next time know things about whatever i'm like Lila, you did the exact th- same thing i do to you and matt which is I, what I should say is, hey, don't lie. What I do say is, here's how you messed up. your are lying. <laughs> right. So, um, I'd like to, uh, on the fly, just the lessons like, are just moving through generations right.
2: at this point. Right. Right. right.
1: I'd like to 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 institute just a really quick on the fly new segment called "Lie to Me." How could Loki have sold this better? Where did he mess up, and what could he have done better to sell this lie?
0: Ooh. Uh, I'll I'll might go first. I I
2: I think you're right. I think, right. Uh, I think uh, the the discussion about uh, Loki and the variant teaming up is probably a bridge too far, um, mm-hmm. and also not a good look to basically be like Asgardians are stupid and gullible, just like you. Right. It's like <laughs> you're all stupid and gullible too. <laughs> if if right. it if it if it had stayed on the here's what I think. I can smell a scheme. This is what I think the scheme is. That's far more trustworthy, but also not n- legitimately not what Loki would ever do in any situation. Right. 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 So my um, my thought is he can't fix it because he can't he can't not be himself. Correct. Yep, I agree with that.
0: Um. I yeah. That's pretty much where I was going to go, which was that I think really what it comes down to is is his ego. Right, yeah. like yeah. any moment where he has to build himself up and all and or belittle other people, I think is what takes away from the the story. Right, like again, the this lesser Loki, right, I, right, like which, right, you know, to be also very clear, you've been caught. This one hasn't. So, right. which one is really better? <laughs> but I think in that kind of situation, that is him lying to himself. Really, Fair. I mm. think is a very interesting thing to look at. I think. I think every Loki probably assumes that they are the best Loki, but also right. in this sort of regard, he is definitely lying to himself specifically to keep himself moving forward and to give himself this air of importance that he still right. believes that he holds. But right. he really doesn't, you know, especially not in this location. Yeah. But it's the way that, you know, again, to see to say the line of I see a scheme and within the scene, a scheme, I see myself, right? Poetic, right. beautiful, yes. right? Yep. You can, you're, you're cooking.
2: That, that is, right? that you're doing, you it, were right? letting him cook on that. That's a good, the, you're going down the right path in, in the pan.
0: Right. Even, you know, where there are wolf's ears, wolf's teeth are near. Right. And to say that this is, you know, this thing and, you know, it's, uh, you know, be aware of your surroundings, which is, you know, absurd that they even believe this because they're gullible, which I think you can get through all of that. Right. Because you can say, that's how I always beat them was by doing these things, right? So this other Loki is trying to use this same thing on you by doing and then lay out a reason why this would be a trap as well,
2: right? Right, Exactly.
0: Even if it's true or not, right? Like by laying out a way that this is, you know, like the idea of actually giving them an answer versus only I can solve it, Right. right? Because why would this person on their first time out in the field? Right actually well sorry uh you, you got my drift but like like actually out in the field in terms of like doing this sort of work why would that you know what i mean like why why would that necessarily why would he already have all the answers it's not right. possible um right you know <laughs> uh you have not received the mr detective i've given you all the clues <laughs> moment yet right so like you can't just be like aha
2: you can't be like i have all the clues i'm the mr policeman you were talking about yet because exactly. yeah, but he's like
1: he he's like the ADHD tendency of like I should be able to do this perfectly and better than everyone my very first time out or else I quit.
0: Have you seen Glass Onion yet?
1: No, I
2: also have <sighs> not. <laughs> so you can't even talk to me about it, Colin. I want to make a reference, and y'all.
0: Okay, take out your headphones. All right, take out okay. your headphones. I need to say something. I'm gonna
2: listen to this. I'm gonna on the do a spoiler, later.
0: and I'm gonna I'm gonna post it later. Okay, here's the thing to me in the in Glass Onion. In Glass Onion, he clearly tells everyone the answer to the mystery, quote-unquote, immediately, right? But this would be like if Mel Blanc didn't even get to see the clues. He just, like, got on the boat, and before he even got to the other side of the island, he knew the answer. You know what I mean? That's what he's doing, and that's where he went wrong.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I, uh, I deliberately didn't look at it because I assumed that I could leave. Re- <laughs>
0: the read?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say lead rips because my brain.
0: Did you see? Did you see how the second I recognized that I covered my <laughs> mouth so that you wouldn't yeah. see it?
1: Yeah. So well, anyway. I thought you could read lips. I assumed I could. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my uh, my my thing is, I I'm I'm fascinated by the uh, the pause that that Mobius gives sure. at the end, and I like to think that, that that Mobius was like, if he says the right thing in this pause, I'll believe him. And so, but like, if he doesn't, and he's just gonna go with that, the thing he just said, obviously, right. bullshit. So like, you you hear this pause, and then, this is negated, because you both made excellent points, that Loki's ego is the thing that gets him in trouble, every single mm-hmm. time. <laughs> and so he wouldn't say this, because, see, above, ego, um, the living planet, and, mm-hmm. What
0: careful
1: spoilers? Oh, oops. Oops. spoilies. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, say something like, but I know you don't have any reason to believe me, you know, it just do what you want. I know that you know, just go ahead with what you're. I'm just putting my two cents in, like, back off the put the back off the I sale mean, would be, would be my yeah, technique. But I mean, but
2: y- again, Loki would never right, do that. because there's no humility in Loki, <laughs> right? Right,
1: or
0: also, honestly, even giving. Uh, even giving Mobius a little bit of agency there, right? Because like the whole thing, yeah. the whole thing—it's up he, to
1: you, boss. Yeah,
0: right. Or or also like he spells out the whole thing as only I can deliver this guy, right? Right. But like if if he wanted to be like you and I together, we can like I'll tell you how how we'll do it. Like we'll, you know, I'll, I'll show you the the scheme or whatever. you and I will go take this guy in, right? Right. You know, like to kind of be like we don't need a whole team. Like it's gonna kind of slow us down. Or like you could say whatever you want, but if it's like I'm trusting you. Just as you're trusting me, right? Right. He might be like, okay, he's giving someone else the benefit of the doubt as well, right? But like the yeah. idea that again, just like you said, he goes, "Hang on, let's just see if he tries to add anything in. Is he going to backpedal? Is he going to do anything?" And he goes, "No." Okay, great. Um, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> what like Loki doesn't hear is there's a there is an egg timer <laughs> yeah. you're going, and there is a ding, yeah, and then ding is a right. Pulled it out of the oven, bullshit.
1: Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Um, uh, bullshit muffins. I, uh, yeah. um, ghost. <laughs> I love the feeling of collaboration, camaraderie by the blocking of Loki coming up behind Mobius, kind of like a devil on the shoulder sort of deal. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but I need assurances. And Mobius is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, he's, he's like giving him the rope. He's like, we're, we're partners. What? Oh yeah. What? Tell me more. What's going on? Yeah. What's good. What's up, buddy? Like, yeah.
0: uh, What's actually funny here is that really, I think at the end of the day, Mobius has proven that he is a better deceptor than Loki
2: actually. correct. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. A hundred. I totally agree. Like
0: he, he does a nat 20 on his role and it's, I mean like, and I mean, even Loki who thinks that he is this ultimate, you know, liar. This yeah. guy, I mean, this guy really had him think that he was going to get away with some sort of speech. And the whole yeah. time he's just like, huh, all right, nice try. Anyway, so moving on there, he's like, what? Oh, fuck, come on. None of it, <laughs> yeah. none, none of it hit. And he's like, no, not even close.
1: Loki thought he was the ultimate liar, but Mobius played him like a lute. Those are That's a stringed instrument reference. You know what? L-Y-R-E. Those were bars right there, James. <laughs>
0: yeah, thanks. Very good. Thanks.
1: I usually avoid bars.
0: Okay, so anyway, uh, James, um,
1: so do you have a? I uh, I did want to say uh, one little small thing, which is, did you guys notice how uh, Loki trots out of the way of those uh, of the uh, time resetters? Like they put it down, and you can see Loki be like, oop, like hot coals, almost like mm-hmm. I don't want to. Don't let it get me. Don't <laughs> let it get me. I'm gonna go. I'm over here. I'm over here. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I didn't, but that's uh, um, that's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I I didn't notice that, which is interesting. But yeah. actually, I will say before we move on from the Ren Fest, actually, I, I I have
1: one more thing about the Ren Fest. Okay,
0: see. well, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, have you guys heard about um? This is a, this is sort of a double, double uh, whammy. Have you guys heard about the people that show up in Star Trek uh yeah. attire? I have. I've, I, like, I have. I have a vague of
2: understanding. I've seen it before. Show?
1: Have you heard the, the the double back of the person in the Ren Fair? That had a Starfleet like uh like low like uh identifier or whatever. Oh, I was no. like, what are you doing here? You are breaking everything we've gone so <laughs> you know to set up. You are breaking the prime directive. What on earth? Who is your commander? Like going back around to come back in. I just wish that Kate Berlant had uh, had.
2: That's back. very that's very mm, good. I yeah. see.
0: Um. So here's the 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 situation, and like we haven't. We haven't really talked about these yet. I mean, we have once in 89 AD, I believe, is the year. If I, am I not? 79. 79, right. I was, like, I was like, I knew it was a something. I knew it was a double digit yeah. and it was a nine. Yeah. Uh, So that we talked about it a little bit. So like, this is, again, going to be some context that's going to be, it was way out of order and still is pretty out of order. They talked about the idea of what a Nexus event is and mm. how important these are and what changes things and what doesn't change things what I found to be interesting is that they do enter this moment calling it a Nexus event and that, you know, this is a, uh, I think technically there's a difference really between a Nexus branch and like an actual Nexus event that is like an actual like catastrophic, like this is where a timeline ends naturally,
3: Mm -hmm. right? Right.
0: Because there are timelines that they don't have to prune because they are already pruning themselves effectively. Like these are timelines in which time... Ends. Time comes to a close. Um, yeah. Like the twenty fifty world, they don't prune that world. Yeah, it's it's already, you know, going out Sorry, spoilers. But, um, one of the things though that we see, like for example, is like they go to the Nexus event of Pompeii, mm-hmm. and they find that you know they can change anything they want happening in that area because it's not going to matter because it's going to get destroyed anyway. Right. It, like it is a set moment in time. Pompeii always happens. Pompeii always goes, right? So this is not one of those moments, though, which I think is very fascinating. Because um because what happens in this scene is that you see that uh sorry, what I mean by this is granted, like anything that comes from the future
1: mm-hmm.
0: as being like, this is where this timeline or this world ends or whatever, that is obviously fiction. Right. But this one. I thought for sure, okay, surely some sort of terrible event happened in Oshkosh, Wisconsin in
3: 1985.
0: hmm Uh, nothing. Huh. I, I spent a lot of time looking this thing up, trying to figure it out. The whole thing was, was they wanted something in the eighties, I guess, simply because they wanted to use that song. I don't know. That song came out in 1984. So they did finally, once again, do it correctly. Mm-hmm. It did come out before the time period that it was shown. Um, Take notes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is now done, but whatever.
2: right? Uh, I mean, time is weird. I'm sure they can take notes now.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, But what I will tell you is is two things. One, uh, there was no major event, not at a Renfest, and certainly not in Oshkosh, uh, Wisconsin, 1985. Um, But it was a nod to the creator of the character Mobius, which was Mark Grunwald, um, Mm -hmm. who was from there.
3: Gotcha. Uh, okay. So they
0: just added the city gotcha. there as kind of like a obvious, you know, Bagash, oh, um, gosh, yep. Uh, so at the beginning of the, every time episode, you though, do,
2: Bagash, oh, gosh, I, I, I can't hold it in. It's so funny.
0: Um, You're like, Ooh, oh, gosh, Um So <laughs> according to MCU location, scout.com, which I think is a great website. Uh, I use it every now and then. Like if it's like some things are obvious, right? Like right. anytime you're in New York, right for something like if you're in Times Square it's it's Times Square it's happening you're right. like but like a lot of the times it's like okay it's either actually in New York or they're just doing it in Atlanta like that's the only two cities they film these things right in, you know um, mostly because of tax breaks and stuff right um right. but um
2: free peaches, it, mm-hmm. peaches I, hey peaches, I'll film peaches, whatever movie peaches. you want if I get free peaches well hold on <laughs> well okay you know I've I,
1: the movie is called Free Peaches, and I'm not sure you're going to be into what the plot is.
2: I don't know. I don't know for sure. Look, as as, as long as anyway, as, fuck, it is as as long as I walk, I come up to the door and be like, "Hey, I've got some peaches. You can't pay me. Well, I can. I'm sure we can figure something out." Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So. Uh, this is the, the notes, though, from MCU, uh, MCU Location Scout for this episode and for this moment. Um, so at the beginning of the second episode, Loki uh, joins Agent Mobius and the TVA to investigate another Nexus event at a Renaissance Fair in 1985. While not quite Wisconsin, it is the Georgia Renaissance Festival in Fairburn that served as the filming location for this sequence. Uh, and then there's a map that shows the, the fairgrounds and... <clears throat> Sorry, I have
2: a hiccup there. My bad. I'm um, not, I, I, just to be clear, I'm not laughing at the hiccup. I'm laughing at your reaction to said hiccup of like looking it, like it, it <laughs> kind of hurt a little but, bit. It was, it but like the mortification that was on your face of, did that just come out of me?
0: Moi? Oh my God, where are the wolf's hiccups ah. are. So is yeah. there
2: pickups? Pickups
0: Sorry. yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, what are you up to baby
0: Anyway, anyway, um,
1: I I would like to mention I did I was tickled by someone the idea of one of the Minutemen being up on Norse idioms be like that's not a saying what are you even talking about (laughs) no one says that
0: yeah someone going (laughs) we're also again like because they nope can't reveal that Hmm? okay yep Uh, so James um, do you have a a thing for us to to, like a a segment
1: for us do I yeah uh, do I? Yes, do. Yeah, let's uh let's do Avengers Ensemble. Avengers Ensemble. All right, so we have actually a pretty a pretty uh extensive Avengers ensemble because yeah. there's a lots of people here.
0: There's a lots uh, of people. There's
1: a lots of people. It's a me, Hunter C20. Um <laughs> So uh 20 so happens.
2: Sorry, couldn't help myself. Hunter
1: didn't roll a D twenty on perception. Uh, no, it is Hunter C twenty is played by uh, an actress named Sasha Lane. Uh, she was Ash in the Marvels Wastelanders Hawkeye podcast. Oh. um, those uh Wastelanders uh, podcasts are pretty good. Uh, by the way, listener, uh, for like, I want to listen to a comic book. It it's pretty pretty good stuff. Um, and she was also in Hellboy. Um, Ren Fair Woman. uh is play, it's weird. <laughs> so Kate Berlant is like an established presence in like the stand-up comedy sort of uh, TV writers world f- for possibly maybe you know me and not very many other people like in our in our friend group. But like when I saw her, I was like, oh, there's Kate Berlant, awesome. So Renford Woman is played by Kate Berlant. Uh, she was in one episode of Archer, one episode of Space Force, three episodes of BoJack Horseman. One episode of The Good Place. These are all movies that like, or all shows that like she wrote for and would be like, I'm going to be that one. Um, she wrote a TV okay. movie called Frankenstein's Monster's Monster, Frankenstein, which...
2: Oh, the ugh, title of
1: that is real good. good. <laughs> it's a good name. Uh, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, one episode of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, seven episodes of Ghosted, and she was in Sorry to Bother You, which is a weird, weird movie, but is also very good. You should see it. Um, speaking of Anna Kendrick (laughs) Hunter B-15 is played by an actress named Wenmi Mosaku Um, and this I believe is the actress that um, Eric Martin that Eric Martin was said was like amazing and just like really really fantastic um she, and why I mentioned Anna Kendrick, is she was in Alice Darling, which was Anna Kendrick's recent directorial debut. Got it. Okay, okay. I was wondering. Um, there yeah, were...
0: J, uh, yeah. you, you can't see it, but both Mike and I went,
2: well, this is going to be yeah. interesting. Like, to see yeah. where the hell yeah. this there was, was going to a...
1: connect. Speaking of Anna Kendrick, <laughs> Wunmi Mosaku is one of my favorite Yeah, it, yeah it's like,
2: sure. a, the, the shoe's going to drop. I'm just waiting for it to win. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she was also
1: in 10 episodes of Lovecraft Country. She was in Fantastic Beast. Where to Find Them, Sorry, she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. She was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and she was in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice.
0: So, do you think she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where?
1: Sorry, nope.
2: Oh no. James I loved I loved James it, just I now. loved James changing and to semicolon. But did mm. Did you hear me? Yeah. Like, give you the correct yes, edit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did. You did. You did. <laughs>
0: That's why I won't keep it in the moment where I call it out. Because I saw the look on your face. of like, I gave you an out? God damn it.
2: <laughs> but sometimes the jokes, um, they
1: got to flow. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's why I cut my one me over joke. All right. Minutemen number one is played by uh, an act. By the way, all the Minutemen, I don't know which Minutemen are where. So what we're going to do here is all the Minutemen here and then, probably again, in the future, in you know five to seven years when we meet we meet any of these yeah. people again, <laughs> so uh minuteman number one is played by an actor named Philip Forna. uh he was in black adam uh sorry if he if he uh, supplied food to events, he could call his uh, business Forna catering, which is funny. <laughs> He was in four episodes of Better Call Saul, one episode of The Walking Dead, one episode of The Outsider, one episode of the 2019 Swamp Thing. He was in the 2019 version of Shaft, one episode of The Purge, three episodes of The New MacGyver, one episode of Preacher, one episode of American Horror Story, and he did stunts for Black Panther. Miniman number two is played by David A. MacDonald. He was in one episode of The Walking Dead World Beyond, five episodes of Doom Patrol, one episode of Creepshow, one episode of The Gifted, one episode of New MacGyver... Two episodes of Stranger Things, two episodes of Mr. Mercedes, and one episode of Sleepy Hollow.
2: Every time you say New MacGyver, I feel like you're going to be like, two episodes of New MacGyver, two episodes of Old MacGyver. And I'm just like. Uh, I think we
1: did have one person that was in an episode of New MacGyver and also an episode of Old MacGyver, a.k.a. MacGyver. (laughs) Right. Um, Classic MacGyver classic. Yeah. yeah. Original recipe MacGyver. Original, yeah.
2: Yeah. And crispy. Um, Crispy MacGyver.
1: Ugh that show um where he I uses didn't give it a, a gun he he, he like in the out. pilot he he pulls that's, a gun and it's that's, like, that's, on, that's, that's that's antithesis that's his, his thing. whole thing exactly i didn't give it enough of a shot that's <laughs> not a gun that's not it
2: <laughs> you can say it's not be,
1: a, a gun joke but it is <laughs> minute man number three is played by michelle rose uh she was in one episode of grim and she did stunts for she hulk end game infinity war and thor ragnarok uh mike i don't know if you if you are aware i just want to say for the listeners because it's been a while since we've had some stunt people uh stunt people if they are mostly stunt people that got like i'm also mm-hmm. in this one role uh if they've done stunts for marvel movies that's when we mentioned the stunts that gotcha. they do. but if they've done stunts for like black adam then we don't even care about okay because what even is that uh minute number nine is played by seraphina king i did not see anything of uh I have NRNS, which we have established uh, in a previous episode, stands for No Real Nerdy Stuff. I think we established that in the uh, first Phoenix episode a couple of episodes ago. Um, Minute number 10 is played by Alvin Chan. Uh, he was in one episode of WandaVision. Uh, and he did stunts in Loki, WandaVision, Endgame, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Logan, Civil War, Daredevil, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, just real quick, they have added... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 Disney+, Plus, Uh, but they did not add Amazing Spider-Man 2 because they knew that I haven't seen that one. Uh, Minuteman number 11 is played by Ilan Mualim, who was in one episode of Cloak and Dagger, four episodes of The Walking Dead, one episode of The Gifted, one episode of Smallville, and two episodes of Stargate. And then the two late arrivals, uh, which are at the bottom of the credits, and I didn't see until we were already uh, on the call, uh and this is what I took the extra time for here we go everyone excited here we go Minuteman number six is played by Isabel Frit, uh, uh she did stunts in two episodes of Daredevil as far as acting goes she was in Zombieland Double Tap and one episode of Daredevil presumably one of the ones that she did stunts mm-hmm. in I think it said she was ga- gala victim um so whichever one of the episodes in season one or three that she was in where there's a gala or a gala or a gala Uh, And then Minuteman number eight is John Santiago. Uh, In addition to being Minuteman number eight in this, he also did stunts for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And that's it for Avengers Ensemble. Thank you for listening to that roll call of Minutemen. Um, It's frustrating that they aren't in numerical order. Um, Like where's Minuteman number seven, for example. Uh, Listener, if you can tell me where Minuteman number seven is, I'll send you a hat.
0: Of his choice, doesn't... It might not
3: be I mean, a timeline yeah, scavenger's Not hat. a timeline it scavenger's hat. Honestly, Just a hat.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have lots of hats. Very many hats. Aw. Many hat. <laughs> Um, Is there anything else that we want to do before I take us out of here? Before I, I set off these time charges and... Oh, I did. That was the thing that I wanted to say. <laughs> this is a really interesting episode because it technically most of this clip most of these clips take place in an alternate timeline yes we have it on the main timeline because at the end of the scene of the clip it has reverted back onto the main timeline MC wiki has it in a separate timeline and it does that that fun coy thing on the MC wiki where it's like there's a ren fair and nothing weird happens which is always very Mm -hmm. funny but like I put it on the main timeline because we revert back to the main timeline.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's tough because it's on a branching timeline, but it's not yeah. officially right. on its own yes. separate timeline until it hits the red line.
1: If it had redlined, we would have had to do an alternate timeline. Yeah, for sure. um,
0: so I'm not going to include it uh, like, initially as an alternate timeline. Like, oh, no, no, you know, no, no. I kind of oh, no. I don't think we should. I know yeah. you're not asking us yeah. to.
1: Cool. Well, if there's nothing else, then I will uh, release the charges and take us back to the timeline where uh, we didn't start messing everything up. Um,
2: Mike, anything I would say for yourself? Uh, I, w- one discussion we were gonna have uh, was about Madrigals. It seems like me and me and Colin were both in, oh. in Madrigals.
0: Yeah, we yeah we were. I because
2: we like, because <laughs> I I saw Renfair and I was like I remember the days in which I wore tights and sang mm. tenorly.
0: Oh, me too.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, two tenors on the call.
0: Well, I was a tenor one, but...
2: I was a tenor one as well. Oh. I said two tenors.
0: Yeah, but okay, uh, that's fair. You not not a tenor two. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I saw my
1: first uh, Madrigals performance this past uh, Christmas at the uh, holiday performance that my daughter was also performing at as part of the middle school.
0: Do they still do the garb, or yep. were they...
1: Oh, excellent. They, they do, they do, and they, it seemed like they had basically done it Directed at them, like arranged and directed and, 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 uh, what's choreography, but for voices arranged, right? Yeah. 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 That would be arranged themselves. Like without like the, it was sort of like Madrigal's club that the teachers aren't involved. Let's just do it ourselves.
2: That's
0: pretty cool.
1: You could, it was so funny. I could pick out the archetypes of theater people. Based on how they did their magical stuff, you like there was one dude that was clearly like the leader, and it was like he's the he's the you know thespian president. He's he gets all the main leads. Then there was absolutely that guy's the weird goofball. He's the comic relief. That guy's always the villain. She's always the queen. She's always the like the um, ingenue. Like it was really funny <laughs> to. And then all the rest of these people are uh, you know running. Sure.
2: Through. Yeah. What did what did your uh, uh did your outfit it was like? uh like it was purple so very regal I I think I had a hat mm, I can't mm. remember if I had a hat or not but it was definitely like purple vest, uh gold like g- gold uh go part of the vest I think and then like tights obviously
0: I was like a green and gold tunic type situation you know like the because it, it's not like a I don't know how to describe it because I, I know there's different types of garb that you would wear, right? Because some people have like the sort of shorter pantaloons kind of thing mm-hmm. you know, that come down to like the knee sort of situation, uh, and then there's the type that it's again it's basically it's just like a, a long tube that has like a belt kind of situation, very link style, right? So there's no pants, but you wore tights, right? So like so that was my situation as well. I was green and gold with a little bit of blue here and there because I had blue tights and a blue hat that went with it, and. Originally, the suit didn't have a cape, but when I was uh, joining in, they were doing some fixes to some of the costumes. And they were just like, does anyone have any like requests for their thing? And I was just like, hey, there's only one person that has a cape in this entire thing. And I was kind of like, is there any chance that I could also have one? Because like, I think they look cool. And uh, the person was like, yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. So I got a there's cape. There's a
1: lesson there. There's a lesson there. So sense. I got a cape just because so, I asked for it. And sometimes it was great you just got to ask for like, what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and it was a great look. I looked awesome, in my opinion. And I was, of course, because I was a theater kid. I was a part of all of the little sketches that we would do. That would like introduce the songs, and you know, you would do the yeah. little things. Yeah, it's
2: very funny it to hear all stuff. these skits happening because uh, ours was just chorus. You're just singing.
0: <laughs> mm. We would we would do a thing where because there was no conductor up there because it was you know we were all right. like student led kind of thing. Uh, we would do a thing where after like a couple of pieces. A couple of us would go up and we would do some sort of like introduction of, and that was of course this song and you know this next song yep. is this, and you would have like oh, a little bit that you would do. Um, and there was all sorts of like fun little and it was great because some of them were, you know, actual magical pieces. So then you're like, right. you know, and this is oh Deus Manum, you know, whatever, like, you know, whatever, you are know, like and you're going through that like by so and so, and there's not necessarily a bit there, but you go through it. But then you'd be like, and then let it snow, <laughs> right? Like and then you would right. have some sort of like, you know, silly joking <laughs> thing, like and there's this thing that I hear they call j- jazz. I don't know. Uh, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps a new type of spice that we've discovered. I don't know. You know, like would—that's uh, not right. a good example. That wasn't any of the bits that we did, but like that was, you know, something th- kind of that
1: style. Did did either of you knight no. no. people? No. The first thing that happened in the magical performance was I guess there was a new person or someone, Interesting. whatever, and they like they knighted, knighted them to so, like welcome yeah. them. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah, We had like cool. stuff that wasn't necessarily on stage, but we definitely had some like kind of. There were times where we would do like a passing down of a costume, for example. Like, oh, interesting. Because sometimes you might get like a new costume, whether if like an old one just yeah. got too old, right. or maybe there was like someone whose proportions were just a little too small for one but too big for another. So it's like mm-hmm. they didn't actually fit perfectly into a suit, so they might have to make a new one. But a lot of the times, if you were someone who was in madrigals for more than two years, and before you left, you knew that someone was getting your suit. We would sometimes do like a little, like a passing down, like, almost like passing the torch in a way. So it's right. like I did mine. Matt did his. Austin did his. Uh, I want to say Daniel Miners did one. I think we were the only four that got to do one. Um, yeah. But we were, yeah, we were all folks that like had these, you know, sort of legacy costumes and passed them down. And uh, we passed down some of the traditions of like, you know, how you write the bits and stuff like that. So like that was kind of a cool thing for us
1: cool i think my dad may have been in magical soft ass mm. uh also i, would I love to see a- uh pictures if either of actively you have, trying uh, to pictures find pictures of them. you i have. might yeah good good, good 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 well while you actively try and find them why don't i uh do a bit where i take us out of here um well that is going to do it for this episode mike thank you so much we always love you coming on and bringing your own special kind of
2: shenanigans Oh, thank you for co- letting me come on and, and spray my shenanigans all over the place. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well. <laughs> I'm just going to last erase time something forever. Oh yeah, no, for I'm record. being so I just, reset! I hope you've enjoyed Mike <laughs> Snyder
0: on the podcast. That's our season and show wrap.
2: That is a series wrap
1: <laughs> <laughs> on, on Mike. Earlier than we thought. but uh, And yet.
0: But sometimes you got to write a character off. You know, it just it Contractually, it has to happen.
1: Absolutely. When they use words like spray... Okay, so that is going to do it for us. As always, I am James Anderson.
0: I am Colin Parker,
2: and, and I'm Mike Snyder. I, I I came at that with a little bit of tentativeness for all time, always. always.